uh, this looks like this is my wheelhouse here. Okay, this looks good. And this looks like it's great because the flat top griddles are so popular, like the Blackstones right now. This looks like something if you're a Blackstone owner out there or you have one of the Camp Chef flat top griddles that you could be busting out a whole lot of these and sort of feeding an army of kids at the campground, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, you could, you could be doing a couple at once. Um, or they work great in a 12-inch skillet, which what can't you do with a 12-inch skillet, right? I'm obsessed with all of my 12-inch skillets, Emily. Uh, I probably have about 18 different skillets, but we, we, can, <laughs> we won't bore our audience knows all this already. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of Where Should We Camp Next? A 50-state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique outdoor accommodations. Almost 12 years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We will also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Now, in our Facebook group, the RV Atlas group, uh, some of you have been asking for more camp food content, and we have certainly done a lot of camp food content over the years, but apparently we haven't done enough of it in the last few months or so. So today I'm incredibly excited to have on the show... Emily Vikra. Emily is the owner of a distillery in Duluth, Minnesota called the Vikra Distillery, or the co-owner. And she's also the author of two really, really cool cookbooks. The brand new book, The Family Camp Cookbook, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Meals to Enjoy Outdoors, and the author of Camp Cocktails, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Drinks for the Great Outdoors. These books make a really, really wonderful wonderful pair. So today on this episode, Emily's going to talk to us about her new book and give us an overview of the book and talk about camp cooking in general. But then she's going to dive in and give us um, some ideas for six great breakfast recipes from the breakfast chapter in her book. All of these but one are super, super accessible and anybody can do. And of course, you can do the more challenging one as well, which involves a Dutch oven. So I'm so excited to have Emily on the show. Uh, But before we dive in and talk to her about great camp food breakfasts, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. Whether you enjoy the comfort of a luxury cabin, a deluxe RV site, or prefer to try some unique options like yurts, treehouses, or covered wagons, award-winning Jellystone Parks has a variety of first-rate accommodations, attractions, and activities to provide the setting for an affordable and fun family vacation. Our family has been making great camping memories at Jellystone Park for years, and we can't wait to get back and see Yogi Bear and friends this spring and summer. Jellystone Park locations have everything you and your family will need to make long-lasting camping memories. From amazing water zones, including pools, splash grounds, and splash pads, to mini golf, wagon rides, and jumping pillows, Jellystone Park is the best place for family entertainment this year. You will also find many themed weekend events, including appearances from Yogi Bear and Friends. You will notice that family fun at our exciting camp resorts is the main attraction. With over 75 locations across the United States and Canada, make Jellystone Park part of your vacation this spring and summer. Remember, it's not just a campground, it's Jellystone Park. To find out more and book your spring and summer getaways, head on over to jellystonepark.com. 
Welcome back to the show, everybody. I am so excited to be here with Emily Vikra, who's the author of the brand new book, The Family Camp Cookbook, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Meals to Enjoy Outdoors. And I got this book a few weeks ago. It is gorgeous. I want everybody to get it. And I'm so excited to have Emily here. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, like so many writers, you have a very interesting career. So can you tell us about all the cool things you do? Like your bio in this cookbook was was fascinating. <laughs> yes, right. I um, am a person with many interests, and I can't stop myself from kind of pursuing all of them. Um, yeah, so my background is actually in science, and I have a PhD in food policy and applied nutrition. But while I was getting my PhD in nutrition, I also started doing food writing and food blogging and writing for some food websites, taught myself some food photography. And um, while doing that, got the idea to start a distillery. So I own a craft distillery in northern Minnesota here. Duluth, Minnesota is where we are. It's on the shores of Lake Superior, which is the world's largest body of fresh water. And we make a variety of craft spirits, gin, akavi, vodka, whiskey, um, canned cocktails. They're called Frenchie and Friends here, um, all inspired by this place and the culture of the area and um, very outdoorsy and <laughs> do lots of things outside, obviously, ski, run, hike, play with my kids outside. Um, but I've also been getting into ballet and painting since COVID started. So, yeah. What else do you need to know? <laughs> well, I think that you are now the most interesting person that I know because, I mean, you said like, oh, yeah, we just decided to start a distillery. Like it was sort of just like this small side project. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a, a whole career right there, right? Oh, it's a, been a, yeah, it's been a huge undertaking for sure. And we started the distillery eight years ago. And it is true. Like in hindsight, I'm like, holy moly, like what was I thinking that I had any idea that I could do this because it was teaching ourselves to distill is learning all sorts of things about regulation and mechanics and property management and all this equipment and developing and making the products and then learning how to sell them and run a business. And so, especially as we've grown, um, you know, from being a couple of people to being 40 employees, uh, the last few years have been a crash course in entrepreneurism and learning to run a business in addition to the fantastical, delicious world of spirits and craft cocktails. So you are legit. I mean, you're like, okay, our topic today is the Family Camp Cookbook, but your previous book, which uh, was how I was introduced to you, is called Camp Cocktails, and that's easy, yeah. fun, and delicious drinks for the great outdoors. So, I, I mean, you've really got the uh, legitimate experience here to put out a, a, a book like this. So are the books sort of like a, the fun side project, really, and the distillery? is the, the thing that you really do every day? Yep, uh, 100%. The books are kind of the, the yeah, you, you said it. The, the books are kind of the fun side product project, uh, definitely an outlet for creativity and expression and communicating with people. I've always loved to write and develop recipes, but uh, the distillery is, and running the distillery is definitely my, my full-time job, my more than full-time job. Well, that's small business ownership. <laughs> well, tell everybody about Camp Cocktails, because I think this is a must-have, too. Um, even though we're going to focus in on breakfast in the new book, just give us a little bit of an overview of the Camp Cocktails book. There are so many kind of really cool, quirky, fun uh, drinks in this book. 
Thank you. Yeah, so Camp Cocktails was my first book, and I wrote it a few years ago. It came out right before COVID and everything, but that actually wound up being good timing because lots of people who hadn't camped before started camping. And being a distillery in Duluth, Minnesota, we are kind of the gateway to the north woods in Minnesota and the gateway to the Boundary Waters, which is a large um, wilderness area with canoeing and kayaking and skiing and um skating in the winter. And so a lot of people who are heading up there to go camping along the North Shore come through Duluth. And I have fielded over the years many, many questions about, well, if I'm going camping, what, how can I make cocktails while I'm camping? And so I'd kind of amassed this bank of ideas and things that I talked about with people and tried out myself. And of course, I'm always developing cocktail recipes for our cocktail room at our distillery as well. And so then um, I was actually originally working with an editor to potentially release a book about Akavit, which is a Scandinavian caraway flavored spirit. But then that idea morphed into this idea of writing the camp cocktail book because we did a little research and discovered that there weren't really any books like that out there. Um, And so then I rolled up my sleeves and compiled all of our favorite recipes and developed some new ones as well for all types of camping from, you know, camping out of a backpack to car RV camping to uh, more like cabin camping and glamping where you have a more full bar set up. Well, this seems like, uh, you know, like a great book for the glamper. I mean, for anybody that's camping and wants to make cool, cool cocktails, because I guess you don't have to bring too much stuff with you. But do you consider yourself, are you sort of a tent camper? Are you a cabin camper? Are you a, are you a, a glamper yourself? You know, I feel like I have gone from I've gone on a journey from being like a really hardcore, like nothing other than tent camping out of a canoe or like hiking was real camping to being very pro glamping, especially with kids. Um, And, you know, a more is more approach. And I, when I moved to the East coast originally um, made friends with people who did cabin camping uh, in like New Hampshire and discovered what a blast that was as well. So I kind of do the gamut, but I, uh, you know, have grown into a real um, glamper. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that here. You're on, you're in, you're in, you're in a safe place to call yourself a, a glamper. It's fine. <laughs> now I love I love good food and good drinks. Uh, now your friends have to love camping with you. Are you like a popular person? Is like everyone like when are we going camping? Because you're the person that makes the delicious meals and makes the awesome drinks around the campfire. Yes, right. Like I'm the designated food and beverage person and it's nice because I have a lot of friends and grew up with a lot of people who are really serious campers um, people who are professional wilderness guides and so uh, I can kind of lean on them like we were talking about earlier like not being an equipment person so much I love basic equipment but I love great food so I lean on them to take care of a lot of the equipment stuff and start fires when it's raining and then I provide the fun. Well, you you and I would get along because I'm really into the camp cooking gear, and I am just sort of a moderately successful uh, camp cook with many hits and, <laughs> and many misses as well. So if we ever get to camp at some point, I'll, I'll bring all the equipment. So let's zoom in and talk about the Family Camp Cookbook, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Meals to Enjoy Outdoors. And this is this just come out very recently. There are five very substantial chapters that make up the book. Can you just give us an overview of those five chapters that make up the book? 
Yeah, so it's divided into five chapters. It starts with the camping kitchen. So I do give some background and some uh, almost checklists and ideas of like if you're setting up a camp kitchen, if you're trying to figure out what to pack, here are some things that I would consider a must-have and a nice-to-have that will really help you have the equipment that you need for being able to execute um, some of these recipes and you know also there's some there's some pep talks in there <laughs> one of the most important things and of course this is about camping with your family right so um, camping with kids is very different than camping without kids and um, it's so fun but it's so different and you have to kind of be in the right mindset um, so there's a bit about that as well then it's divided up by meals right so chapter two is breakfast with delicious breakfasts ranging from easy things and things you can make at home to, uh, you know, Dutch oven recipes if you're feeling hardcore in camp. Then there is lunches and foods on the go for lunches and snacks and kind of the same range of things to make at home, make there, more complicated, more simple, uh, then dinner and then treats and drinks to end the night right. I, and I, I just love how you laid it out. I mean, that that first chapter is great, which I just immediately went through and read. I mean, it has tips for packing a cooler and t- tips for storing everything. Very hands-on and, and practical. So what is your favorite meal at the campground? Are you a breakfast uh, person, a lunch person, a dinner person? I mean, what do you most look forward to cooking when you're on a weekend camping trip? I'm a, I'm a breakfast person. I love breakfast. I love coffee. Uh I just, yeah, I love uh, getting up and, you know, getting the fire going and starting making things and having um, that be a slower part of the day where we're really like, yeah, just stretching and making coffee and cooking up something hearty to start the day off. All right, perfect. So listen, we're going to dive in and we're going to talk. You're going to give us um, six of your favorite breakfast recipes from the Family Camp Cookbook. But first, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Camp Spot. Let's face it. Summers weren't meant to be experienced sitting at a desk or staring at a computer screen. It's time to call Time Out. Camp Spot is here to help. Camp Spot is an instant booking platform for camping across North America featuring over 140,000 campsites. Research and book the best campgrounds, RV parks, cabins, glamping destinations, and more to find your time out. Whether it's your next epic adventure, girls' night out, or family reunion, CampSpot lets you filter your search results by the type of getaway you want. Browse by location, price point, site type, amenities, and more. CampSpot also offers premium inventory, real-time availability, and no membership fees so that you can find the best sites at the best campgrounds for the best prices. Picture it now. Fresh air in your lungs, cool breeze in your hair, warm hugs in your soul, and that grounded sense of self you'll only find when you spend time out. Book your spring and summer camping trips now. Find your time out. Find your CampSpot at CampSpot.com. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here again with Emily Vikra, the author of the brand new and beautiful cookbook called The Family Camp Cookbook, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Meals to Enjoy Outdoors. And Emily's just going to give us an overview of six of her favorite breakfasts from this book. And I think that she has had a very difficult time choosing uh, just six because apparently and obviously you love all of these, right? 
Yes, right. All of the recipes in here are, and you know, it's hard to choose things for a family cookbook to kind of say like what constitutes family friendly, what is, you know, because everybody's family is different. And so I really landed on what are things that we love, what are things that my kids love um, to compile those and let other people love them as well and hope that they bring other people just as much joy. And so, of course, these are some of our favorite breakfasts. And like I said, I'm a breakfast person, so all breakfast always sounds good to me. <laughs> Let, well, let's start with cherry pecan granola, which sounds like something I want to eat right now. So tell us a little bit about this one. Yep. And so ironically, I developed an oat allergy as an adult, so I can't eat this one anymore, but the others in my family still love it. And um, this one is nice because it is a make-at-home recipe that allows you to take your time, have the comfort of your own kitchen, and then pack it in a bag or in a Tupperware and bring it with so that if you want to have a speedier breakfast or a breakfast that doesn't require you, you know, having to start the fire in the morning, you can just have granola and either yogurt or milk. And this is a pretty simple granola, but it uses a slow bake method to try to get bigger clumps and chunks. And um, then in lieu of like raisins or anything like that, it has dried cherries, which I think are maybe the most superior dried fruit. They just have that like nice juicy tartness and pecans in it. Uh, I don't like nuts and granola, but my husband does. So. I just, I just, you just gave me memories of Cherry Republic in Michigan. Is that someplace you've you've visited by any chance? That's they have like all haven't. things cherries there. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Anything make ahead catches my interest because I, I do love cooking at the campground. But my wife Stephanie, for instance, uh, has been a camp cook for years, and she's a, an accomplished camp cook. But now she's so busy with her career. When she camps, she does not want to be cooking for hours. So anything, anything make ahead, I think, is um, you're speaking our love language for sure. So that one sounds yes. that one sounds great. Um, and what, especially when you bring kids, it's nice to have at least a few of your meals. Um, having been prepared ahead so that you really can whip them out in a snap. For sure. Now, uh, are we going to talk about a frittata? Is that right? Yeah, let's talk about frittata. I love frittatas at home while camping everything because they are uh, such a friendly dish. Uh, You can throw almost anything into a frittata and you know, with those eggs, it will taste delicious and it will be a hearty meal. And um, it's a great way to get vegetables into breakfast. And so this particular frittata, um, and again, you can do whatever you want to for a frittata, but this one has zucchini and feta cheese in it. So it's got that kind of mild yet punchy set of flavors that is very kid-friendly, at least for my kids. Um, And it's so simple because you're just cooking up the veggies and then throwing some whisked up eggs over there and letting it cook until it's set. And you're talking camp stove and a 12-inch skillet or something like that in terms of the equipment needed, right? Yep, 12-inch skillet, and then you can do a camp stove, or it does work to do it over a low fire. And I love the pictures, by the way. So uh, anyone listening, if you want the complete recipe, of course, we want you to go get the book. And also the the photos are really, really delightful as well. So anything else? Yeah, you'll see a lot of kids, a lot of our kids. (laughs) Oh, your kids appear in the photos? Yes. Okay. I wonder if they're challenging and difficult to get into photos, like three children that live in my house. 
You know what? They were real good sports. They had a blast. <laughs> good, good for you. All right, Emily. So what is our third breakfast that we want to check out as soon as we get your book, The Family Camp Cookbook? Yeah, um, I think you should check out the chilaquiles, which actually works just as well for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I am such a savory breakfast person myself, and I love starting the day off with something salty and hearty. And chilaquiles, this is a shortcut chilaquiles, it's basically getting to eat uh, chips for breakfast. So who can say no to that, right? So you take corn chips and you just saute them with some salsa. And then you can top them with eggs. You can top them with pickled onions, which you'll find a recipe for in the um, the lunch chapter with the rye crisps and hard-boiled eggs. Those are delicious. You can add sour cream. Uh, we call it sprinkle cheese. The real world calls it shredded cheese. Um you know, any any types of toppings, sliced avocados, and just really make it your own. And in my family, we always have a lot of the best success with things where you have a kind of a base recipe and then people can customize it, put put their preferred toppings on it. Well, I love hearing a cookbook author say that. And I think that also makes it more fun for the kids to get involved instead of having some static recipe. And I mean, you, exactly. could, you could even probably fairly easily make a couple different versions over the course of, of one night quite quickly, right? Exactly, right. You're kind of, you're making that base of the chips fried in the salsa and then people can, you can make all sorts of different versions based on what people want theirs topped with. My son, Max, is absolutely obsessed with all things Mexican cuisine right now, whether that is mm -hmm. Chipotle or a delicious local place that we're lucky to have in our community. I mean, this I, I would go to this one first for him next time we camp for sure. Yeah. All right. So what is number four? What, what is our next camp breakfast that we want to try out of your brand new cookbook, The Family Camp Cookbook? Easy, fun and delicious meals to enjoy outdoors. Mm -hmm. Well, I have several really great pancake recipes, um, both kind of more traditional pancakes and some cornmeal pancakes. But I would also steer people if they're looking for a little bit more of a project and a little bit of a, you know, relaxed breakfast that takes some time, but that yields something really delicious to try my Norwegian pancakes also known as Pumlikakir in Norwegian. And Norwegian pancakes are a little bit more like crepes. And so you make a, a looser batter and fry it. And then, you know, so you have to, you have to be a good flipper because it's a loose batter and you have to let the batter sit for a little bit before you cook. So that's the perfect time to then, you know, be making coffee and getting, getting yourself going, <laughs> but they're, they're these delicious, light, eggy pancakes that you roll up with jam. And my kids, insist on me making them all the time. It's one of their absolute favorite foods. Uh, this looks like this is my wheelhouse here. Okay, this looks good. And this looks like it's great because the flat top griddles are so popular, like the Blackstones right now. This looks like something if you're a Blackstone owner out there, or you have one of the Camp Chef flat top griddles, that you could be busting out a whole lot of these and sort of feeding an army of kids at the campground, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. You could, you could be doing a couple at once. Um, or they work great in a 12-inch skillet, which what can't you do with a 12-inch skillet, right? I'm obsessed with all of my 12-inch skillets, Emily. Uh, I probably have about 18 different skillets, but we, we, can, <laughs> we won't bore our audience knows all this already. Uh, so do we have another pancake recipe you want to talk about, or did you want to move on to something else for number five? 
Well, let's talk about uh, a kind of more creative pancake recipe. So I do have my personal favorite, just plain fluffy pancakes that are so good. But uh, I also include a recipe for cornmeal chorizo pancakes. And these are a kind of unexpected sour cream and chorizo pancake and you have these little bits of the dried chorizo in there which almost acts like adding like little bits of bacon to your pancakes there's a little bit of spice there's a little bit of smoke there's a little bit of that those packets of like salty fat that add just this delicious complexity to the kind of toothy cornmeal pancakes and you can take them in a sweet or savory direction depending on what you prefer right so you could top them with salt on sour cream you could top them with maple syrup or honey they're um every time i make them i kind of blow my own mind with how much i like them and, and you sort of <laughs> change the whole dish by changing the topping to some degree yeah now my kids love pancakes without anything on top and these these sound like you could eat them without syrup or without anything else at all absolutely absolutely all right, fantastic. So what do we have last? What is our last uh, recipe that we want to try? We want to try all of these, of course. We're just giving us an overview of six, and we're just in your breakfast chapter here. So give us one more, uh, maybe challenge us a little. What is one more thing we should try when we first get this cookbook? Well, if you want a real challenge, um, then I would do the Dutch oven sweet rolls. So this is the, if you're pretty confident with Dutch oven cooking and have brought a Dutch oven with you, this is, this is definitely the most complex recipe in the chapter. And I got to say, right, I don't often make sweet rolls at home, much less camping, but it can be done if you're feeling like gung ho. And what you do is you make uh, an enriched dough recipe at home and roll it up and then you have it ready to put in your Dutch oven. And you, uh, you know, the the nice thing with Dutch ovens is you can get really technical about them. Or as I like to say, you just keep your pot hot until it's baked. <laughs> um, you, uh, you put your Dutch oven on the coals and you cover it with some coals. And you let them bake for, you know, half an hour and glaze them with maple syrup. And they're these really delicious, uh, hearty, uh, like slightly sweet, slightly savory rolls that feel so luxury and gourmet. I, I want one of these right now. It's a rainy, kind of somewhat chilly spring day in New Jersey. So I want one of these right now badly. I'm sort of intimidated by the Dutch oven. And as soon as I, I look at, you know, this recipe, I worry about burning the bottom. Oh, yeah, right. Like things get burned on the bottom <laughs> sometimes. But I find that um, if you you can put a liner in your Dutch oven, and so put like a pan that fits inside of it. And that's a really great way to keep the bottoms of things from getting burned as easily. So you could almost um, put in like a little warming rack or something. Is that, is that possible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, or like a little, a pan that fits inside your Dutch oven. Right. Just to lift it off the bottom is a tiny little bit. So are yep, you, is, exactly. is your favorite when like when you're going camping and you're doing a camp breakfast, I mean, you just want to keep it simple with the skillet and the camp stove or is the Dutch oven your favorite thing? Or do you like whipping out a full on grill? I mean, if you only were doing one meal and bringing one cooking device, what's, what's your absolute go-to? Yep. If I'm only doing one thing and one cooking device, uh, it's a hundred percent the skillet over a camp stove or a campfire um, and, you know, doing something like the skillet biscuits and eggs, that would be my go-to. 
All right. Fantastic. Emily, thank you so much. We're going to come back in one second and wrap up the show. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Neighbor. Is your driveway too small for the RV of your dreams? Does your homeowners association not allow you to park your RV on your own property? Are you worried about paying top dollar to leave your RV at a sketchy storage facility? When it comes to finding safe and affordable RV storage, are you feeling totally stuck? Then maybe it's time you gave Neighbor a try. Neighbor.com forward slash RV Atlas can help you find safe, closer, more convenient storage right in your own neighborhood. Stay tuned for a special offer just for our listeners. Neighbor connects you and your neighbors so that you can find affordable RV storage close to your home. You help them earn extra cash while they keep your RV safe at their home. When I use Neighbor to search for storage options near my house, I was surprised to find dozens of affordable options. Neighbor also offers a wide variety of plans so you can choose the right protection that best suits your needs. You'll be able to quickly and easily add a property protection plan while placing a storage reservation. Give your RV a home, not a storage space. Visit neighbor.com forward slash RV Atlas for 50% off your first month of storage with neighbor. That's neighbor.com forward slash RV Atlas for 50% off your first month of RV storage. Thank you so much, Emily Vikra, for joining us on today's episode of the RV Atlas. Emily's the author of the Family Camp Cookbook, um, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Meals to Enjoy Outdoors, and of the book Camp Cocktails, Easy, Fun, and Delicious Drinks for the Great Outdoors. And they make quite a pairing. So Emily, tell us where everyone can buy your books. Where can we purchase your cookbooks? So you can purchase them uh, most of the places that books are sold. So you can order from Amazon or Barnes & Noble or get it ordered into your favorite local independent bookstore. Um, and, and how about at the distillery? Yeah. Are they available there? And you can we, They are available at the Beaker Distillery as well. You can get signed copies here. Oh my God, that would be such a treat to come in and get a signed copy. That is, that is so cool. And then, and then, and then, yeah, and enjoy a cocktail while you're here. Oh my gosh, and grab some stuff to bring up uh, for a camping trip up north, right? Mm-hmm. And where can we follow you on social media, website, anything else you want our audience to know about? So our uh, distillery is at Vicra Distillery, V-I-K-R-E Distillery. And I personally am at Five and Spice on Instagram and yeah, the distillery website. We have a lot of info and bugs and things like that all right well very selfishly i hope to uh, go camping with you one day and i'm sure that stephanie would too and because i there are so many cool cocktails in that book and the family camp cookbook is like i i love it because it is accessible to me as, as sort of someone who's not a master camp cook so i just would recommend anyone out there no matter what your skill level is to grab a copy of the family camp cookbook as well emily thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas, and a big thank you to our sponsors, to Neighbor, The Thetford Corporation, Camp Spot, Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, RV Snaphead, and Go RVing. To find out more about the topics discussed in this show, head on over to thervatlas.com. And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to the RV Atlas group on Facebook. If you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving us a review over at iTunes. And we'll see you at the campground.